I'm the Failing Youth Pastor, and welcome to the Failing Youth Pastor Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Failing Youth Pastor Podcast. I am your host, Travis Berry, a.k.a. the Failing Youth Pastor, and I have with me, she's going to need to lean in here a little bit, I have my beautiful, amazing wife, Becky. Say hi. Hi. Good job. Well done. Thanks. Got to sit closer because your voice is really, you're not projecting. I have the the preacher, you know, I have the preacher pipes. I don't have the preacher pipes. Those were not my gift. But you're a teacher. Right. So you have to project in the classroom. Project. (laughs) Project, lady. Project. Sorry, I'll project. That is is better. better. Look at that. Yeah, look at how it popped up on the screen. Very nice. We're looking at the recording right now, and it projected. She projected. That's great. She's kind of leaning in all awkward, though. She looks a little uncomfortable. I don't know how long this is going to last, so... She's moving around banging stuff now. Sorry. But that's okay. Yeah, lean in on yeah, yeah, this is nice. Lean lean over on me. I like it. Um, so what's been going on since the last time I've recorded? Nothing has happened. Nothing significant in the world oh, has nothing. happened since the last time I put we a podcast like, out. Been quarantined or shut down or anything like no that. No shutdowns, no quarantines, nope. no being in isolation, no uh pandemics. Things just going on as normal. Oh, normal life. How we wish. How we wish. That's right. You'd think during all this COVID stuff, I would have even more time to record a podcast. You did have more time, just but no you got, words. You got to have time, but you also have to have words. I had no words. I had nothing to share with you people. Nothing of significant insight, anyway. And so to put a, you know, to put a podcast out, I felt was kind of... Like, I'm not giving anything new. Yeah, you were mostly just frustrated. Lots of frustration. And not not anything within the churches or anything. It's just kind of at the situation, just frustrated with COVID, frustrated with plans that you are planning and you're replanning and you're replanning. But with COVID, you know, I actually got COVID. You did. I was COVID positive. I was not. My somehow. wife was not. Somehow, some way. I don't know how that's even possible. Um. Because we do like each other. We sleep in the same bed together. Mm-hmm. She was negative. I was positive. Mm-hmm. And I survived. My my I survived COVID. I'm a survivor. T-shirt will be coming in the mail pretty soon. Are they making those? I made it. Oh, okay. I went on to custom tees or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got a I survived COVID t-shirt. Nice. I'm a survivor. Are you so, going to start selling those? I might have to. Check out on uh, Failing Youth Pastor uh, merch. Uh, backslash, you don't think failing it's failingyouthpastor.com backslash merch for your COVID apparel? <laughs> <laughs> your COVID 19 apparel? You might as well capitalize on this. Maybe that will. Capitalizing on a pandemic is the ultimate Christian move. <laughs> right? I guess that's not a good look. Not a good look. But, you know, to make a quick buck could be worth it. I have been amazed at the number of like books that have been written about how to come back from a pandemic. Like, how does that like possible? churches and business books and right. stuff? Right, like we're still in the middle of this. How are books being published about it already? You get it out quick. I know Tom Rainer had a book out. Yeah, and that guy, I think all he does is write books. Oh well, then I guess he's he, had he's extra a pastor. Time. He's 
Are you hitting stuff over there? You know, the people could probably hear that. Sorry. My adoring fans, all two of them that have bugged me about putting a podcast out. I apologize they to could probably hear both that. of you. Yeah, both of you. Good. Exactly. Don't say one of them. There's two. Plural. Pop- yep. I have multiple fans. In case you didn't hear it, I apologize to both of you. There you go. For banging the table. Our setup here is flawless. Flawless. It is the best setup ever. Might even need to, uh, I might need to take a photo of the room that we're pocket because you probably think like, oh wow, they're like captive, they're in a dungeon, <laughs> they're actually in a dungeon because it kind of it looks like a really artsy dungeon. Yeah. Like if you were locked up at like in an art teacher's basement, that's what this would look like. I don't know about art teacher. It looks like Hobby Lobby in here. It looks like Hobby Lobby threw up. There's no Christmas decorations. It can't be Hobby Lobby. Okay. Minus the Christmas decorations because they're already set up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's 2020. It's 2020. So you may as well get your Christmas celebrations in now, right? Right. Because who knows what December is going to look like. Right. But yeah, with COVID, it has been absolutely nuts. We've been somewhat blessed. You know, I got COVID, minor, minor symptoms. Lost my sense of smell and a little bit of taste. I couldn't taste as well. But other than that, it was like a light cold. So I was very blessed in that regard. And we got through it. It was it was fine. But we, you know, we're blessed in another way. We're kind of out in rural Minnesota. And it's not like living in a big town or a big or city. We assume we have where, we don't live in a yeah big city, where everyone's so like know. on top of each other. There's more space here. You can be outside a little more freely yeah. than in other places without having to wear a mask and stuff. And even in Walmart, when I was going through Walmart the other day, like half the people didn't have a mask on. They were like, "Whatever, forget this. I'm gonna breathe. I'm gonna breathe this COVID-filled air." And I, probably the safest person in that place since I've already had COVID, I masked up. I masked up. Way to go, With my Homer hanky. People probably don't even know what a Homer hanky is. Probably not. Minnesota Twins had these little Homer hankies when they would go to the playoffs, and you'd wave them around if you were at the playoff game. That did not help explain what a Homer hanky is. You used the word Homer hanky to explain what a Homer hanky is. The Homer hanky is a handkerchief that the Twins would give out if you went to a playoff game, and you could wave it around at the playoff game. It was like a little Is there a YouTube video about this you could link to? There's no YouTube videos. There's no YouTube videos about it. Well, maybe. Maybe. In like the 19... Search up 1991 World Series. Twins World Series. Well, yeah. 1991 Metrodome World Series. World Series in the Metrodome. And you'll see a Homer hanky. But anyway, my mom made me a mask out of a Homer hanky. And I wore it. I put it on. It was pretty cool. A little tight fitting, but still pretty dope. And no one else was like 50% of the people weren't wearing masks. They're kind of over it where we are. And in some ways, I kind of like that because it's not as, I don't know, I, if everyone was masked. It's a little scary. It's a little, yeah, it's kind of nuts. You can't see people smile. But let's be honest, the people who weren't wearing masks weren't smiling at anybody. <laughs> it's just kind of the way it was. So it wasn't like, oh, I want people to see my smile, so I'm not going to mask up. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway. Did you wear a mask when you went to the new quick trip? 
Yeah, you have to at Quick Trip. They make you, I think. Oh. You were trying to segue into Quick Trip. I was. Why? I'm not going to edit this out, by the way. <laughs> I'm not doing any editing. I'm not. Oh, in your. Oh, your hair is stuck in the microphone holder. Oh, man. Are you sure you're not going to do any editing? No, this is staying in. This is all staying in. Yeah, she just got her hair cut. My wife got her hair cut in the little micro microphone arm holder thing for the mic. That's pretty funny. I like that. That's funny. She's trying to segue. She wants to segue in to talking about Quick Trip. But I am not doing any editing. I used to do a lot of editing on my podcast. And I would I would get so particular. It would take me forever because I would even edit out my breaths. <sighs> when I breathe, I would take those out, especially the really heavy breaths. I'm not like doing those that. those ones that you just did. The ones I just did. But I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. What I'll do instead is um, what the Chocolate Rain guy did. If you don't Who's know... Who's the Chocolate Rain guy? You've never seen that. I don't think you... You don't watch any of YouTube, really. Well, that's not true. You watch videos I show you. Correct. Or that our children request to watch or that the kids. their hair. Yeah, okay. When, when the kids, they want to watch like um, Peppa Pig or whatever. Mm, yeah. Or... Whatever else is on YouTube. Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. There you go for your parents who want a headache. <laughs> go ahead and watch Ben and, and Freddy's whatever. Holly's. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It's just headache inducing. Mm -hmm. So um, if you ever watch the video on YouTube, Chocolate Rain, and it's a guy, it's this kid. He's older now, obviously, because this is an old YouTube video. But he's saying, Chocolate Rain, that. And he would lean away from the mic. To breathe. Mm -hmm. And on the video, there's like a little edit note. There's like a little annotation where it's like, I move away from the mic so you don't hear my breath. I just think it's so funny. That would be difficult to do on a podcast since they can't see you and there's no uh, subtitles. That's fine. They don't need the subtitles. I'll do the subtitles. Titles. He's leaning away now. They don't need subtitles in order He's leaning to know that I'm breathing He's leaning away from the mic. The problem is... That I'm getting out of breath, moving back and forth, and I have to breathe even more. <laughs> it's like a new workout. Oh, you heard you that gotta breath? Do it so that you can <laughs> do sit-ups. Oh, oh yeah, I should do sit-ups when we when I podcast once every year. <laughs> That's a good way to not have breaths in your podcast. That's well, I probably have a lot more breaths. Let's be honest. Actually, there wouldn't be a podcast. It'd just be dead air. Because <laughs> it'd be like, "Welcome to the Failing Youth Pastor." podcast i'm your host nothing <laughs> two sit-ups he got two sit-ups in that's it you could get more than two sit-ups i probably could i was always good at sit-ups if you can use your elbow <laughs> to like lean up Pretty how about the sit and reach the sit oh you're talking about the box in school where you had to reach to for stretches yes, yes. oh yeah i was a killer at that because i was always flexible I don't know why. I was You're always like sneaky. I was big. I was always a big kid, but boy, I could reach to the end of that box. Teachers were impressed. My PE teachers were impressed with me because I was so flexible. I was like a fat Gumby. <laughs> Probably never even seen Gumby. That's so old, but Gumby was super Gumby. flexible. Is so, that that little like plastic the, toy? No, that you can it's play? a green guy. And then he had his friend Pokey, which was a donkey, and they were like claymation it was like a show oh it was claymation and gumby could like stretch like elastigai like elastigai 
Is that a thing? You mean Stretch Armstrong? Yes. That's what you mean. That was a toy. That was exclusively a toy. Uh, Gumby, they made toys of Gumby, but it was like a TV. It was like a claymation TV show. Gotcha. So I was very, I was like a really rotund Gumby. I was a very large Gumby. But you were cute. Well, that's what I, that's what my mom says, that I was cute. I was a cute little kid. So that's great. And I could reach the end of that box for the stretch. But um, there was a quick trip. So outside of COVID and all the other stuff we talked about and how I'm going <laughs> to lean back for chocolate rain and I can reach the end of the box. <laughs> back to the topic we were going to discuss. We were going to talk about quick trip. And some of you are like, I don't know what quick trip is. That's okay. Quick trip is a gas station. In what in it the Midwest? Started in Wisconsin, and I know there's some in Minnesota. I don't know <coughs> that. Ooh. COVID's getting me again. Oh, watch out. Um, so in, I, I guess it started in Wisconsin. Maybe it did. I don't. I have no idea. It did. But it's a. It's in the Midwest, and um, it's my favorite gas station by far, outside of Bucky's, which is outside of Houston, the Houston area. Bucky's by far best gas station I've ever been into. It's not even really a gas station. They sell no. grills. <laughs> Do they really? Yes. <laughs> they would sell grills there. Like who's buying a grill at Bucky's but at a gas station? But then again, they had a whole But it's Texas, so It is Texas. They had like they had like it was like fast food too. They had like their own fast food. It was crazy. Well, lots of gas stations have like food you can Yeah, grab. but this was like you'd order Oh, yeah, I forgot. You about remember that? that? Yeah. You could get like chicken strips and you'd right. order it and they'd make it for you. Right. It, yeah, it was like a restaurant in there. And the bathrooms were impeccable. You could eat off, you could eat your chicken strips that you ordered off the toilet. And you'd feel Gross. like, I'm just saying, it was so clean that you'd probably be like, okay, this is probably better than like the plates at my house. That's how clean it was. What is that saying about my cleaning abilities? Well, what are you saying about gender roles? <laughs> Let's get down to the deeper question here. I do some dishes around here. That's true. I ain't above doing a dish or two. Let's be honest. I don't do anything. So anyway, quick trip. Close second. Because the bathrooms there are great. Gas is usually well-priced. And you get a lot of rewards mm -hmm. when you purchase stuff at the quick trip, like in, in the store. Right. To get gas points and rewards like money off gas mm -hmm. but when they open a new quick trip and this is the third one in our town our town is of like twenty thousand people so it's not very big maybe a bit excessive but a bit excessive for a third quick trip but when they open a new one they have amazing deals they do and my wife knows all the becky knows all the deals because right. she went there she Multiple I, the times. one deal i know of for sure is free co there's two free coffee mm-hmm and you can get a six pack of donuts. They're glazer donuts, which are really good, mm -hmm. for a dollar. Mm -hmm. Six donuts for a dollar. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You also can get fifty cent candy bars and two forty nine for a pack of bacon. Uh, there's a coupon for a free gallon of milk. A coupon for a free pound of potatoes. Uh, eggs are forty nine cents. Do you get onions? Is there free onions? Uh, that's coming in the second week. The we second just got week. A flyer about that's that right. One. Um. And butter is $1.99 a pound. Butter. How many did you buy? Two. Because our freezer is already fairly stocked with butter because they had another sale earlier that I really stocked up at. You should have gotten more. Why? Our freezer is almost full. You should have gotten more butter. It was on sale. You get it when it's on sale. We freeze it. Right. But 
We have to use it. Okay. Well, how long does it take for butter to go bad? I don't really know. See, but wouldn't it be nice like to know? Like a year, maybe? Wouldn't it be nice to know the shelf life of, of frozen butter? I guess you could Google it. <clears throat> you could maybe Google it. But if Google doesn't know, I think we should have done an experiment. I think we should have. I think you should have gone up in there and bought every pack of butter they had. Where are we going to put all that? In the freezer. We have a deep freeze where we stored a quarter of a cow that we butchered. Not, mm-hmm. I didn't butcher it. I didn't butcher it. The butcher butchered it. But we bought it. Right. And there's enough room for a lot of butter in there still. Okay. And, you know, I think you should have just bought as many as we could get. And that way we know the shelf life. Okay, but eventually aren't you going to, like, waste butter, which would be wasting food and money? Okay, you'd, okay, you would definitely waste some butter. But in the long run, then you knew when it went bad. When does butter spoil? I don't know. When it's frozen. You're supposed to ask Google. I guess. Okay, we could ask Google or we could make an investment in butter to know the end date. Or the, the, when it spoils. in butter. An investment in butter. By the way, I have another investment that I put some of our money towards. It's a restaurant. During COVID. A good friend of mine said we can get 300% of our money back. Mm-hmm. Which friend was that? Uh, I'd rather not say. Reputable. Restaurateur. <laughs> in the middle of COVID. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't actually do that. That would be a bad idea. Don't yeah. invest your money in restaurants. Right now. Right now. Look, I'm not a financial guru. I would say ever. Okay. Well, that's another conversation. That's another conversation for another day. Um, but it's funny that you brought up butter because one of the things that I wanted to talk about in the podcast was investing in students and the importance of that because I think oftentimes – we get caught up in programs and we get caught up in all the other things that we have to do as youth pastors or even leaders. You know, you probably have your own, you have your own job, you have your own family, you have a life, but the importance of investing in students with your time, your energy, your talent is really important. And students need adults who are willing to invest would you agree with that? And care about them. Make right? connections. Because students already have enough of like enough other things pulling for their time that are seeking th- like their investment, if you will. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a ton of adults who are actually willing to invest in them. Some of them don't even have parents who are willing to invest in them. Now, most, in, at least in my youth ministry, do, which we're grateful for that. We walk alongside parents who do that. But there's some who don't. And it's important to be able to be that voice for them that they need, that that wise counsel. Or And Proverbs talks about seeking wise counsel, but there also needs to be wise counsel to be sought after mm-hmm. and to be available. And sometimes kids aren't really willing to listen to their parents. And so that wise counsel and that investment coming from other adults is extremely helpful as teenagers. Agreed. I mean, there's a countless times where I've told a student the same thing parents were telling them, and then they get it because it's coming from me or it's coming from another leader. Right. And a parent will be like, I've been telling them that for years. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes kids just have a hard time listening to mom and dad. 
but they need other people who are willing to invest in them. And I would encourage you, if you're a youth pastor listening to this, um, I would encourage you to not be the only adult who's investing in these young people. If you're a youth leader listening to this, I would encourage you to not be the only adult investing in young people. And if you have a small group or you have, like, if you're just a youth group leader, you're just there on Wednesday nights to kind of hang out with kids and make sure no one's getting into any trouble, you know, you're kind of the bouncer, reach out to them, especially in this time of COVID. Like, I don't really know of any groups that are actually meeting right now, face-to-face even. There's probably some. We're not right now. That's kind of on, on hold for right now. But there's some that are. And if, But if you're not able to meet, you know, you got to be super intentional about reaching out to students, you know, and to be that, invest your time in them, which can be daunting. It can be difficult. And, you know, maybe you're not a youth leader or a youth pastor, but maybe you're a wife of a youth pastor or even a wife of a youth leader or a spouse of a youth leader. You know, you can get involved too. And even in a small way, Mm -hmm. you know, we have two small children. We have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And so my wife isn't able to be at youth group. She has, she is home with the kids. Can't leave them by themselves. You can't leave them by themselves. And, but my wife does a great job of connecting with kids the best that she can, even though she's not a youth leader. Right? I try. You try. You're, you, you know, if you see them, you're chatting with them, you're catching up with them. You're trying, and you're intentional about it though. You don't like shy away from them or anything like that. You're intentionally trying to look for these opportunities where you can interact with them. And that at this point is really all you can do, especially if you're not actually actively in the ministry. But it's important for us to still stay connected, to invest, because that's what kids need. I mean, Mm -hmm. some of my Beth, 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 some of my Beth, some of my best youth leaders are people that you wouldn't necessarily look at and be like, oh, that's a cool person. You know, they're not hip is what I'm trying to say. Right. They're not like in touch with what's in with kids and stuff. They're not young. They're not cool. They're older and they're like kind of uncool. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a negative way. I mean that in like I think they're cool and the kids think they're cool. But not for like but regular not, cool reasons. Not for like, yeah, not for regular cool reasons. They're cool because they invest time. They're cool because they care. They're cool because they care. That sounds like a huge cliche, but it's it's true. You know, I have leaders that, man, they would not be your typical average leader. Like you wouldn't peg them as, oh, that's a youth leader. They make weird jokes. You know, they're a little bit older, got a few gray hairs going on, which I do now too, yes, which, you is, do. which is nice. It's a good look for me. But, but the students know that these leaders are there for them, that these leaders care for them. That's the important thing. Like that, that is what matters more than anything is that these, these kids know that these leaders care because they invest, they invest every Wednesday with these kids. They're investing time and energy with these kids, even outside of youth group because they care. Mm -hmm. And that investment will pay off in the end, not, to necessarily grow your ministry and make numbers greater, but to grow the kingdom, to, to, to grow the kingdom of God and make these young, 
you know, men and women into strong men and women in the faith by having people who have walked through troubled times and walked through, you know, similar situations that they're maybe going through coming alongside of them and investing their time with them. It sounds like a much better investment than seeing how long butter lasts in the freezer. I would almost equate the two, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Okay. I think we really need to investigate the butter because butter is awesome. Okay. Name me one thing butter doesn't go on. Strawberries. 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 Right. Strawberries make strawberry jam. You put butter on toast. Sometimes you even put jam on that toast. Got them. Next. Next. Exactly. Butter is a great investment. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to the Failing Youth Pastor (laughs) podcast. I think we're just going to cut it there. No, no unique ending, no crazy, you know, fake uh, sponsor of the day or anything like that. Except butter. Butter. This this episode's been... And maybe Quick Trip if you're interested in sponsoring. There you go. But they have paid me no money. Quick Trip, if you're listening to this, I'm open to a sponsor. I will podcast more if you are willing to hit me up with some money. Or donuts. Quick Trip. Don't go to Quick Trip unless they sponsor me. Then go to Quick Trip. (laughs) Quick Trip's awesome. Or it's really bad. Depending on if they sponsor me or not. No, we've already said Quick Trip's good. If you, if you, if there's a Quick Trip by you, way better than Casey's. Hundred times better than Casey's. People love Casey's. I don't understand it. But anyway, that's a that's a topic for another day. And that's really like Casey's versus Quick Trip. For my Midwesterners out there, we might have to have a Twitter battle or Twitter Twitter poll. There you go. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Failing Youth Pastor podcast. Uh, Really appreciate all of you who have reached out over this time and have interacted with me on Twitter. You can find me there at Failing Youth PTR. That's pretty much where I hang out when it comes to um, podcast, like my podcast stuff. And I I tweet. That's what I do. I'm on Twitter. Um, My wife, Becky, is more Instagram, but I'm not on Instagram. I... Failing Youth Pastor actually does have an Instagram. I have not posted on it like ever because I don't really like Instagram. But. So anyway, Twitter, Failing Youth PTR is where you can find me. And I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your COVID season. Yeah. Hopefully it's almost done. Hopefully it's almost done. God bless you all.